Ohio State University Winter Quarter Commencement, held Sunday, March 21, 2010 at the Jerome Schottenstein Center. 1,296 graduates received their diplomas. This quarter's commencement speaker is Curtis J. Moody, a 1973 graduate of Ohio State and the president and CEO of the Moody Nolan Architectural Firm. gentlemen, welcome one and all to the 391st commencement of The Ohio State University. We are pleased to have you as honored guests as this university bestows academic degrees today upon its graduates. You see before me and the graduates behind me and around me in these faculty and around me in this staff, the reasons why the Ohio State University is such a remarkable institution. We are the nation's most comprehensive university. We have more of everything, academic programs, students, and, and even, and um, you'll have to trust me on this, parking spaces. <laughs> we also have more commencement than most universities. We do this four times a year. I've described Ohio State as the University of the American Dream. As we look around us today, thousands of uncommon people having, a com having accomplished common goals, we know that is surely true. And yet, this magnificent institution where creativity knows no bounds, where all voices are heard, and where optimism and action prevail, this institution is something even more. Ladies and gentlemen, I also believe that Ohio State is the university of the American future. We are the central inflection point for the ideas and principles that will forge a new era, a new age of progress and enlightenment. This century is ours to shape, and it is today's graduates who will lead the way. Without questions, these are challenging times. So graduates, as you think of the substantial global task we face, recall your struggles and successes here. You have, re you have acquired sharper focus that provides direction, new knowledge that enables action, and deeper compassion that spurs lasting change. You're ready to lead and certainly ready to serve. On the campus, on this spot, you have met the world in the curriculum and as classmates, faculty, and friends. This is Ohio State, but the world is here today. In this one ceremony, we welcome families and graduates from across Ohio, around the United States, and from all corners of the globe. In this one ceremony, all degrees are awarded in all colleges and disciplines. In this one ceremony, we celebrate one extraordinary university. All of you are now fully a part of the Ohio State family, connected not only by a diploma, but also by a commitment to one another that is both intangible and immensely strong. Our family encompasses students and alumni, parents and friends, faculty and staff. And we come together as one in times joyful and sad. As many of you know, two weeks ago we were shocked and 
deeply saddened by the shooting that occurred on our campus. In the days that followed, we experienced very powerfully just what it means to be part of this university community. And I will tell you this, that great spirit which binds us is unmatched. Throughout your lives, wherever you find yourselves, Ohio State will hold you in its embrace. We will get together on special occasions, a concert, a reunion, an exhibition at the Wexner Center, perhaps at another commencement ceremony for your next degree. We will always, always welcome you back. The scarlet and gray bond follows you halfway around the world and folds you in its arms. The Ohio State spirit is reassuring, nourishing, and inescapable. It is one we all share and one that I cherish. Ladies and gentlemen, I now have the pleasure of introducing our speaker. Curtis Moody began his career in the same position you're in today as an Ohio State graduate. Also, like many of you at this particular moment, he had a keen interest in Buckeye basketball. His, however, was intense and personal. Kurt Moody was a three-time basketball letterman who played on the 1971 Big Ten Championship team. He was also a model for the term student athlete, a phrase that very deliberately puts the student first. Since earning his bachelor's degree in architecture, Mr. Moody has become one of the nation's most prominent architects. His Columbus-based firm, Moody Nolan, has regional offices in Cleveland, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, and Kansas City. It has the distinction of being the largest minority-owned architecture firm in the United States, and his portfolio of award-winning projects exceeds several billion dollars in, in construction. In recognition of Mr. Moody's significant contribution to his field, he has been named to the American Institute of Architects College of Fellows, one of the profession's highest honors. While his firm is clearly national in scope and scale, Mr. Moody has had a profound influence on the university's built environment. He has served as the principal architect for some of our most prominent facilities, including this great center, the Schottenstein Center, the RPAC, and the extraordinary new Ohio Union, which will open one week from tomorrow. In each of those projects, he has very thoughtfully combined elements of Ohio State's proud history with a forward-thinking understanding of a contemporary and future needs. Just as Kurt Moody has shaped the university physically, likewise he has helped to transform his alma mater in myriad other ways. Here is one telling anecdote which defines his selflessness. In 1989, he allocated his design fees for a work on the Frank W. Hell Jr. Black Cultural Center to endow a scholarship fund for outstanding minority students in architecture. Mr. Moody has served on the Knowlton School's Alumni Board of Directors, the University's Athletic Council, and the National Major Gift Committee for Columbus. He currently serves on our Alumni Association Board of Directors. For his countless contributions to the Scarlet and Gray, he has received the University's Distinguished Alumni Award and Distinguished Service Award. So ladies and gentlemen, it is indeed my deep pleasure to introduce one of Ohio State's great success stories. Please join me in welcoming Kurt Moody. Giving honor to the good Lord above and President Gee, members of the board, deans, faculty members, friends, and especially our honored graduates. I'm deeply, deeply, deeply honored to be here today, hopefully as a voice of encouragement as you continue your journey that you began so many years ago with your education at The Ohio State University. Having sat where you sit 
many, many years ago. I am very aware of the anxiety that you experience. I don't have to tell you that this is an important day. Everyone here, not just you, but your family, your friends, have invested a lot of time in getting you here in this seat, in this place that you sit today. So I'm not going to give you a long cookie cutter speech that eventually you'll forget, especially since my research shows me that no one remembers what their commencement speaker said, let alone who he or she was. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to give you a few personal truths of my own OSU-framed experience. After all, you spent all these years learning and striving, and now it's my intention to give you the therefore. You are starting a new chapter in your life. You are moving from an intellectual environment to a world that offers many, many possibilities. You have passed the test of university life, and that allows you to be here today as graduates. You will seek new horizons that are full of unknown challenges, both positive and sometimes negative. But don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged with the negative challenges or the environment that you might find yourselves in, some created by circumstances that none of us can change. Even under the most challenging situations, always be encouraged. I have lived that encouragement. My story is similar to one that you've heard many, many times before. I came from a low-income family, low-income neighborhood. I, I dreamed of becoming an architect, a career path that my school counselors felt was too lofty a goal for me to achieve. I was counseled not to pursue architecture, but to pursue a less ambitious path to become a draft person and work for an architect. It was felt that architects not only looked different than me, but also were selected by people who would not select someone who looked like me. Looking back, I think what they failed to see was how I dealt with challenges, how I was motivated to achieve that what sometimes seemed insurmountable milestones in order to achieve my committed goal. I think they didn't see the balance of my abilities, which is a theme I want to discuss here today, seeking balance in your life. Your balance or equilibrium is not always immediately known by you or others until circumstances help to reveal your true character. Sometimes trying circumstances or inordinate pressures force an individual to act, to react, to be motivated to become or move in a direction and reach higher levels of performance than they might normally achieve. It is not an attribute that can always be seen in one's demeanor or daily routine. However, once realized, it, is, it speaks to our true innermost nature, who we are. It speaks to our character. It speaks to our integrity. The need to balance our intellectual talents with some good old-fashioned common-sense virtues cannot be overstated. Sometimes, the side of this side of our being our personality is developed from going through many different challenges, working and interacting with others, and sometimes through helping others through their own trials and tribulations 
and that sometimes softens our own. We also find that success is not our only teacher. When I was ready to begin my college career, I was fortunate to have been offered scholarships in three different sports at various universities. However, none of those schools offered architecture as a major. Therefore, I made a tough decision to give up sports scholarships and to attend the Ohio State University where I could study architecture. The Ohio State University allowed me to walk on as a walk-on basketball player in which once I made the team I won a scholarship grant after my freshman year. And sitting in the arena, in St. John's Arena, I could never have dreamed sitting there as a walk-on basketball player who didn't play very much that not only would I finish my college degree but would one day design a new arena to replace the one that I, where I played the building that you are housed in today, the Schottenstein Center. Some of life's grand experiences can truly be considered a measure of success. It certainly hit me just a few weeks ago, knowing that I would be standing here today. I stood on another stage at the University of Michigan, speaking to the School of Architecture, and speaking to those students there. Having traveled there from my hotel room at the Campus Inn in a taxi cab called Amazing Blue, which was decorated with Michigan football team's winged helmets. Just think, a Buckeye welcomed in Wolverine country. I have truly arrived. The Ohio State University has assisted me in finding and maintaining balance in my life. In my profession, a great architect is a visionary, a dreamer, coupled with the right balance of realism. You do need to have balance in your life, in your professional life as well as your personal life. You need to know that you cannot always accomplish everything on your own. The university has been a good place to learn about balance. It provides a diverse array of activities and people in addition to a rich learning environment. The Ohio State University educated me and then later deemed me qualified to design some of its most prestigious buildings. My college experience might have originally appeared a hardship, but in reality it's helped set my course for the continuation of the journey that I had begun. The university faculty, other students, and coaches taught me the true meaning or definition of team. Together each accomplishes more. My understanding of this concept has allowed me to work with others in a more positive way, understanding that I don't always have to possess the attributes that are necessary to accomplish some of life's most important tasks. I have, times, I have at times needed to seek the help of others to provide that balance. In the long run, our life has to be about service of some kind and can greatly be improved if we understand we the me, the we, and the thee. We all start with me. I want and desire to be successful. We then begin to understand that my success is going to be better served with the participation of others. By helping and working with others, we, we then can meet challenges that me cannot. Coming together as we eventually impacts the much broader community, 
thee. I spoke of service a minute ago, and I really don't want anybody to be confused with what that means. It kind of reminds me of a story uh, of a young kid who was standing in church, and he was in one of the hallways, and he was facing the wall, and he was looking intently at the pictures, the many pictures on the wall, but he was specifically staring at one certain plaque. It, the pastor noticed this, so he decided to go over and question the young boy as to what was so intriguing. The boy looked at the wall and pointed at a specific plaque, which had many, many names and an imprint of an American flag and an eagle. And the pastor, very somber, said, those, my son, are people who have died in service. The kid looked at the pastor with questioning eyes and said, was that the 8 o'clock or the 10 o'clock service? <laughs> many of you have created friendships that are long and long-lasting relationships whose full value will only be revealed over time. I encourage you to continue to nurture those relationships, those that you have begun here and elsewhere. Some of those will help you face some of life's most intriguing challenges. We don't always have to watch the news. We can get it from different sources, the fact that we are living in a very depressed economy. The heart the hard fact is many of you sitting here today are wondering if there's a job out there for you. The fact of the matter is, a lot of our politicians, a lot of our leaders are bickering about minor points, more concerned about protecting their own positions versus helping those they've been sent there to serve. There are many, many discouraging issues in our world today. These issues can be attributed to a lack of balance. Some of these leaders are truly our most intellectually gifted, yet alone do not possess good old-fashioned common sense, resulting in what some call dumb smart people. <laughs> these conditions are not going to change by just wishing and believing others will make the effort for us. And just by saying, I'll try to do something about it isn't good enough. One ha just has to listen to that great philosopher of Star Wars fame, Yoda. He said, don't try, either do or do not. I believe the class here today is our best chance to offer those unorthodox and unconventional approaches to many of the challenges and opportunities that we face today. Living within the OSU environment has prepared you beyond the classroom. The size and diversity of the Ohio State University from academ academics to social opportunities, cultural endeavors, and yes, even successes and disappointments have given you a taste of our global society in which you will engage. You are prepared. I believe that sometimes we do face hardships that may, that may seem greater than we can handle. However, those hardships are sometimes the exact thing you need to achieve the extraordinary. They provide balance. I encourage no one to purposely seek out disaster for character building. However, I do believe that some of these things you will experience, even the negative ones, will be a source of strength as you improve that which you already have. You have already achieved a level of success by graduating in the class of 2010.
the worldwide recognition of this university, the great prestige it offers, can be seen in the business districts of New York, the historic streets of Rome, and yes, even the hustle and bustle of downtown Tokyo. Well, if one happens to shout in a big crowd, OH, they'll hear an IO in return. These connections are yours to enhance your journey. I recognize that the graduates of this university continue to achieve and make their mark around the world, and so will you. Graduates, I challenge you to change our world by being successful in ways never dreamed of before. I challenge you not just to try to work with others for great success, but to do that which makes it happen. I challenge you to balance, rebalance our world, not only with your intellect, but with your character. Thank you. Thank you very much. Graduates, this is a glorious day in the life of the university and a significant milestone in your life. You've worked tirelessly for years with this day in mind. You have accomplished your goal and you're graduating into a world that is without question uncertain and challenging. And yet, you graduate not a moment too soon. We need your knowledge and skills, your innovation and ideas, your energy, your enthusiasm, and your ethics. We need you to help reimagine a shared future, discover a new path, and lead us all to an even brighter future. None of that will be easy, of course. Navigating these difficult waters will require a great deal of effort. But I have seen what you can do, and I believe in you fully and completely. On your journey to this day, you have charted your own course and conquered many things that seemed nearly impossible. But you were tenacious. You participated in you participate in a number of things, and your participation in this ceremony today proves your mastery of the campus, the classroom, and the laboratory. Yet during your time at the university, you have accomplished a great deal more. You have made lasting friendships, and you have reached out to improve the lives of others, providing help in the neighborhoods that surround our campus, in towns across uh, this country, and in villages and cities around the globe. Indeed, this community, this state, and the world become your neighborhood and were while you were here. Wherever, you, uh, wherever hand was needed, you extended yours in partnership. And just as you went across oceans and continents, so also did the world come to Ohio State. Kofi Manful traveled 5,500 miles from Ghana to attend the university. With his, new uh, with his new bachelor's degree in electrical and computer engineering, he hopes to eventually return to Ghana and help develop the country's hydroelectric power industry. J.D. Bethel, uh, Mechanicsburg, Ohio, also knows something about long journeys. An Ohio State Cycling Club member, he and several hundred of his closest friends rode with Lance Armstrong in last summer's Pelotonia, completing the two-day, 180-mile bike ride to raise funds for cancer research at the university. J.D. graduates with a degree in agricultural education. This year, Hannah Patcham, uh, Brooklyn, New York, used her knowledge of New York City to plan a trip there for 48 fellow students. She served as a resident advisor in our visual and performing arts learning community and graduates with a bachelor's degree in English. The story of Christy Bilbury's journey to this day began when she was born prematurely weighing just one pound, 14 ounces. 
A strong student on our Newark campus, Christy has not permitted the difficulties of cerebral palsy to defer her dreams. Today, she becomes the first person in her family to graduate from college, earning a bachelor's degree in psychology. Another student who did not allow health challenges to derail, to derail him is Jason Marion, among the most determined young people I've ever known, as well as the fiercest of Ohio State advocates. He underwent treatment for lymphoma while serving as a student member of the university's board of trustees, leading the Council of Graduate Students and pursuing his research and coursework. With a clean bill of health, Jason graduates today with a master's degree in public health. To our good fortune, he will remain with us at Ohio State to pursue his doctorate. Many of today's graduates do not fit into the 18 to 25 demographic. They have taken time out to work and raise families. They have persevered and have the gray hair to show it. Jacqueline and Jason Swick have been married for several years. Today, as their 16-year-old daughter begins to look at colleges, they both graduate with Master's of Education degrees from our Marion campus. Benjamin Backenhuster left Ohio State to serve several years in the Marine Corps. He returned to our Columbus campus this fall, and today he earned his bachelor's degree in electrical and computer engineering. Ben, thank you, and welcome home, and congratulations. Guy Daly first enrolled at Ohio State in 1982. 1982, for those of you who have yet to be born, um, let me put that in some perspective. 1982 marked the advent of compact disc and the year that E.T. first phoned home. Between then and now, Guy has worked as a firefighter in Mansfield. Today he graduates with a bachelor's degree in English magna cum laude. The university, isn't that great? The university's student athletes are widely known for their spectacular talents, both in the classroom and in competition. Kim Reeder is a three-time academic All-American softball player and just the second Buckeye pitcher to earn All-American honors. She earns her communications degree today. Fencing standout Andres Royani was a first-team All-American in each of his four years at Ohio State, twice winning top NCAA honors in foil. He earns his marketing degree today. Finally, it is my great pleasure to know many students, but few have I known since they were babies. Such is the case with Caitlin Neer, whose father is my dear friend and works in my office and did so during my first tenure at the university 20 years ago. As a student worker in our commencement office, Katie typically assists with our post-ceremony photographs, as she does with her sister. She graduates today with a bachelor's degree in English cum laude, so Katie, I'm just going to give you the day off if that's all right. So ladies and gentlemen, Ohio State has challenged all of today's graduates to think about big issues and even bigger solutions. So graduates, today you begin a new phase of your journey. I do not wish you farewell, but I wish that you will always fare well. I therefore send you forth with a few words of advice. First, and I say this to all the graduates, as of today, everything that happens is no longer your parents' fault. Make sure that Facebook is not the only face you see. Never forget that you, in honor of our speaker, are the architect of your own destiny. Voice your opinions and listen respectfully to others who disagree with them. Do not, and I repeat this, do not cut your own hair. <laughs> Keep volunteering. Read more. Ask more questions. Laugh more and complain less. 
Remember that Snooky and the situation are not role models. Remember to say thank you. Remember that there is no shortcut to any place worth going. And always, always, always remember this great university, your alma mater. We will not forget you. So ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for giving me the honor to be part of this most remarkable university. And I wish to tell all of you this. There is nowhere on earth I would rather be than this great state of Ohio and at this most remarkable university. So I offer you my personal congratulations, my admiration, certainly my affection, my respect, and my best wishes. And I wish all of you Godspeed on what is truly going to be a remarkable journey.